All right, here we go. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. <laughs> it's a hairstylist adjacent podcast where each week, two friends who also happen to be hairstylists break down our weeks in the break room. I'm your host, Hunter Walden. And I am your hostess, Erica the Red. And this week, we have a super special guest. In the break room today, we have a special guest dating back to my beauty school years. I met beauty when I, Whitney, when I was in beauty school. Uh, so if you need any dirt on Erica, now's the time to ask. She owns <laughs> um, Untitled Hair Company in Salem, Oregon, and she specializes in color and extensions. Her focus in the salon is on human connection and compassion. And joining us in the break room today to talk about how to keep your guests in your chair. Please welcome Whitney, Whitney Matteron. Matteron. Ah! Oh my goodness, we have new sound effects. Oh, Hunter's been busy this weekend. I love it. <laughs> well, hello, guys. Hi. Hello. So, Whitney, you already know if you're new here, though, listening, uh, we start every week off with our peak in our pit. Uh, and. Whitney, would you like to go first as our guest of honor? Yeah, sure. So um, this has actually been like a super awesome week uh, for me. Like this is a huge highlight. Yeah. Uh, a total bucket list thing for mine, <laughs> for me, is to be on a podcast. I couldn't be happier to, to start off with you guys. Um, I just think what you guys are doing is really special and – uh, like I told you guys, I was I've been binging your show, and you guys are talking about the stuff that needs to be talked about, and I love it. Like, oh, thank you. The reality, yeah, that's so cool. No, seriously, like I want to gas you guys up because <laughs> like the reality of this industry is some of like the hard stuff and the stuff that doesn't get uh, highlighted anymore. Um, so I'm just really thankful you guys are doing what you're doing and wanting me to be a part of it, yeah. which is really cool. So um, a, hu <laughs> a huge peak. Um, another peak of mine this week is uh, the brand of hair care line that I sell and use. Mm -hmm. um, I just got a new rep for them, and it's actually one of my all-time favorite reps from another brand. Oh, oh shoot. So That's so cool. I'm like, yes. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my past, yeah, my past rep for the line that I carry was amazing. Mm -hmm. And so she had really big shoes to fill. So when this new person like announced that she's going to be the rep, I was like, Oh, I love yes. it. I want to talk to you so about that brand. That off, was really exciting. Off the podcast too, because I want to know more about yeah. it. But yeah. 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 It's been, it's been fun to work with a good company to work with. So, um, so yeah. And I guess I also, this might be a pit for some people, but I actually had a pretty mellow week in the salon. Um, I had an unexpected day off and nice, which normally would be struck. Yeah. Which would be like a stressful thing, but I was like, Whew, bring it because the weeks to come, um, are going to be, are back to just the boom, 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 the grind. So I was like, I will take this mellow week. I will, my husband was off this week too. So I got to spend extra time with him. And so, yeah, this was a really good week. That's perfect. Good. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the only pit part would be that my four-year-old was a little sick oh. this earlier in the week. Um, but since I was off for an unexpected day, I got some extra snuggles in with him. And so that was good. So. Always a, I love it. Always a good part about I it. I love that you get to be home with the two, yeah. like your little guys. That's so cool. All right. You Do I have next? to go next? Yes. I yeah. can go next. Yeah. Okay, go. You go. Okay, so my pit of the week is, um, so with our salon owner being out of uh, the salon for a little while, she's like in recovery mode, uh, I have gotten to like step into more of like a mentor role with mm -hmm. our associates. Um, and it's like, I, I'm really enjoying doing that and I'm yeah. feeling like the growth in me as mm -hmm. I'm like mentoring them. I hope I'm doing a good mm -hmm. job. <laughs> right. Um, but like, 
actually explaining to yeah. them what I'm doing, why am I doing it. It's actually also helped my tips this in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. So that is my peak. Mm-hmm. Um, and my pit was, uh, oh, I wrote it down earlier. Oh, my stinking eyeball. I've had a sty in my eye this week. It looks a lot better today, It does. Though. It looks a lot better now. Oh, but no. earlier yeah. in the week, my eye was like, Swollen it shut. Was, yeah, it wasn't all the way shut, but it was. Oh, it was man. close. It was puffy. <laughs> it was close. <laughs> yeah. Did it hurt? Yes, it yeah, hurt. Those, it actually still kind of hurts, it but hurt? it's more yeah. on the like itchy side yeah, now. So it's healing. It's healing. Yeah. We're good. We're on the up and up. Right. But that was definitely my pick because oh, it's that's good. <laughs> um. Yeah. Isn't it Hunter? Sorry, no, Erica. I'm cutting you off. <laughs> Go for Isn't it. it Hunter? Like the so you got you're you're stepping into like that mentor role, isn't that? So, like I know whenever I get a chance to mentor another stylist, especially a younger stylist, like it like it feeds a part of your soul that like you didn't know needed to be fed. It yeah, mm-hmm. it really is, and it's. I was yeah. surprised at like. It was challenging sometimes mm-hmm. to. Like, what am I doing? Why am I doing it this way? Other than, well, this is just the right. way that someone yeah. told me to do it yeah. a few years ago, and I've done it this way. Right. So, like, what is this actually doing? And thinking yeah. of that on the spot is, like, instant growth. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah. And yeah. then I yeah. get to watch it because I'm right there. <laughs> Do-do-do-do. <laughs> I actually had, um, okay, so that would be my beak. Speaking oh. of, my beak is that Hunter didn't work today. So that means <laughs> I got to get help <laughs> with my clients. <laughs> so not, I'm, I didn't really, I wasn't doing teaching or anything really, but I just had um, our associate there to help me blow dry and stuff. And I have this client that has, I had lots of clients with lots of hair today. I and looked at your books I mean today too. and it stressed me out. I was like, whoa, this is booked so funky. Uh, it was, but here's the thing. So I had my first client had a, a bunch of long blonde hair, like super thick, super long and like level five, six, right? <laughs> super blonde. And, um, so I started foiling her and then my next one showed up. Right. And before she had been a bleach and tone. So it was like touch up the roots and then, um, tone her like it was easy and easy you know yeah it's a bleach mm-hmm. tone two steps but easy to book right. or whatever so she, second client ends up wanting to go darker mm. <laughs> so anyways I don't want to <laughs> sit here and tell the story of my whole entire day but it ended up working out really really well and I got both of my clients out of there like faster than I ever had before <laughs> so Good. like it was really nice and I actually yeah. had to, like 45 minutes to go get lunch and like did you get pho no wow. I did not get pho <laughs> Erica has eaten pho like at least twice a week pho is my favorite thing in the whole wide world <laughs> I could eat it every single it's day good. Ugh. anyways um I can do tacos every day <laughs> I mean I could definitely do tacos every day too but um so, yeah, that was my peak. It was a good day. Hunter and I had our photo shoot this week, too. That was really yeah. fun. That and was going to be my peak. I didn't make yeah. that my peak because yeah. I thought it was going to be Erica's peak. So, yeah, that yeah. is also my so, peak. So, like, we had. dual peak as a podcast, that was our peak. And, um, yeah. So, those photos That's will awesome. be coming out very soon. Those right. photos are so cute. So far, so good. Yeah, no, you've so sneaked cute. some of them. They look so good. Yeah, they look great. Right. We leaked yeah. them. Yep. We leaked them. <laughs> I know. Um, And then my pit was that. Um, You had a rough week. I had a, yeah. <laughs> there was a rough week happening listen, over here. Listen, I don't. Mercury is in the microwave, and and her chonclas are not aligned. Chonclas are not aligned. They're actually better today. They're more in alignment, but I think they're chronically unaligned, and that's part of the issue. <laughs> but yeah, I'm good. I'm better. Whatever. I had a rough week, but story oh. of my life. <laughs> it, but it's good to end. It's good to end the week on a a good day. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Right. It was okay. So so I had a rough day yesterday culminated in me like literally breaking out into tears, which I hadn't started crying yet. But then somebody was like, oh, look, she's crying. And then I was like, (laughs) fart knocker. They are just going to 
I have to go. I can't help it. I'm about to burst in it. And so I had to go cry by myself in the bathroom for 10 minutes and get my energy aligned so I could continue with my day. But <laughs> that someone was me also. That was. I, and yeah, there was a couple other things someone, that, that, someone was that got me kind of my feelers hurt this week and it just wasn't good. But. <laughs> So yesterday I was overstimulated and I had to put myself in timeout in the back room <laughs> and do clients away from everyone else because I was like, told my clients, I was like, I'm overstimulated today, so we're going to be back here and just have calm, <laughs> calm time. Yeah. But um, that's totally fine. <laughs> um, so let's just dive into the episode because yeah. we have spent half the time on our peaks and our pits. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, this is going to be a fun episode. It is going to be fun, probably long. <laughs> um, so for people who don't know you, Whitney, tell us who is Whitney? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, who am I? <laughs> I am just a girl over here in little old Salem, Oregon, doing my thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> really, uh, so basically on like a personal side, I, um, I married my high school sweetheart, so we'll go on to yes. that. Um, <laughs> and then uh, we have two young boys. I'm a boy mom, and they have so much energy, and uh, we love baseball. We're a huge baseball family, um, so we're gearing up for baseball season and my husband and I are coaching two baseball teams. Oh, oh wow. A hairstylist and a sports ball player. Sport wait. Right. So here's the funny thing, you guys. Like Yeah. I did just say sports ball, yes. <laughs> so funny. Sports ball. Oh my god, that's the second time today I've heard that. <laughs> what? Really? Second time today someone's called a sports yes. Well, I just don't know sports, so Um, (laughs) I hope you get all the touchdowns this baseball (laughs) season. (laughs) I love it. They're runs. They're runs, Hunter. They're runs. Come on. We're going to. I love that, Whitney. You're so cute. Um, But uh, but here's the thing, you guys. I suck at sports. (laughs) Suck. I am like. Growing up, that was my brother's thing. My brother did the baseball, the football. He was the athlete. Um, I rode horses growing mm-hmm. up, so I could control, you know, a thousand plus pound animal. But having a ball fly at my face was like, no, not gonna yeah. happen. <laughs> Some might argue so, that riding um, a horse is but, a sport. Yeah, I mean, it is a sport. Yeah. It is a sport. Yes. Um, and I did it every weekend. Like that was I did after school. I went to the barn and did that thing. Um, but I grew up always going to my brother's baseball or football um, games. So I I understand how game the game of baseball is supposed to be played. Yeah. And my husband's a huge baseball fanatic, so uh, it was like not an option to not like it. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I will be in baseball mode here until the end of June, and so yeah, that's who I am on on that, on side, that side, I guess. And then the on the you know when I'm not playing at hair, I'm <laughs> playing baseball with my children. <laughs> I love um, <laughs> but uh, professionally, I've been licensed since 2005, so I am in my 18th year of being a licensed cosmetologist I've done everything from I've grown a nail clientele I never really got fully into the facial stuff besides waxing Mm. um but I focused years ago I just focused on my hair side and really honed into that and just been strictly doing hair I don't know since like 2009 maybe Mm. and then I have had the opportunity to work as a um an artist for a, a brand, a hair company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did that for eight years. So Hunter, when you talk about, you know, working with Kuhn and stuff, um, I totally get that lifestyle. I did it for eight <laughs> years and it was a lot of fun. 
I met some amazing people along my journey. Oh yeah. Um, but then I started having, yeah, but then I started having babies and then, you know, <laughs> then life changes course went strictly a little behind bit. The chair. Yeah. Life changed. Yes. Um, uh, I've owned now my second salon and I've ran an independent contracting salon. Now I just have a studio and yeah, here we are. I love <laughs> it. So you guys, we wanted to have Whitney on the podcast because she made a reel that I really liked and Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really good point. Um, It was the one about don't treat your client like a paycheck, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I stalked your page a little bit and I um, found a lot of things that I loved that I (laughs) feel like, how did I miss these on my (laughs) newsfeed at some point? Um, So... Yeah, basically, that's, like, what, yeah, where'd that whole inspiration come from? Right, so, um, all of this has been, like, if we go to the Beyond the Shears post, there's three posts I did with that, Mm -hmm. and then the reel Mm -hmm. that I did that stopped treating, like, your clients like a paycheck, like, these are all been things and feelings that I've had for quite some time and maybe it's just because like I grew up in this industry before social media so um you had to connect with your your clients in a different way and that's just been the lifeline I guess of my my career has just connection and I just really feel like it's being lost and just from like maybe not fully being lost hundred percent, but it's just like, no one talks about mm-hmm. it. No one talks about human connection. And that's exactly what we are doing is having connections with people. And just from what I can see, and I've been working with newer generations of stylists that I just feel like it's, it's for the gram. Everything's for social media and what's going to get me followers and likes and views mm-hmm. and comments and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, a, it's almost like our clients are being lost in that shuffle. And I just wanted to bring awareness that it's, it's not about all of that. It's not about the, you know, being an influencer mm-hmm. to the mass public to me. It's about, having that one-on-one connection with someone that you're sitting with for hours and treating them like a human yeah, and that someone that has feelings and emotions. So that's what really has been on my mind for a really long time, you guys. Mm-hmm. But I finally just got to the point where I was like, I need to say it because no one else is saying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And we'll just see what happens. <laughs> I love it. And you guys happen. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> so I um, I think you're so right about how everything is for the gram now. And I mm-hmm. feel like we spend a lot of time talking about how to get clients in our chairs. Like, do this. Post this. This is what people want to see. This is what's going to get people to come right. into the salon. But what about keeping clients in the chair is my question. Yeah. <laughs> because at this point, like... Right. They've gotten, they're in the chair. Now, Mm -hmm. how do you keep them there? How do you keep them coming back? And uh, that's what we're going to dive a little bit deeper in with Whitney right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, going back to that reel that I did about not treating clients like a paycheck, that just didn't come out of thin air. Um, So I, I have a little studio, two chair studio, and I have a stylist that works with me and she had in the last six months, she had two clients, new clients that came in and they're like, it was identical conversation that these two clients had with her. And it was, I left my previous stylist, not because they did bad hair. Mm -hmm. I always loved my hair, Mm -hmm. but the whole thing felt like a transaction. And like that came from two separate people. And I was like, finally, when that second one said it, I was like, like my heart just broke because Mm -hmm. I really hope no one that I service feels like that. 
You know, I, I try to go above and beyond that. So what, what keeps people coming or staying in, in your chair? And it's, you can do the best hair out there, but if you can't keep them past three appointments, then they're doing something wrong or something's missing. So what is missing? Mm -hmm. You have, you offer all of the amenities you have, your space has a vibe, vibe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) vibe. vibe. you know, Um, everything's a vibe. And I mean, you have beautiful space, you have all of the drinks and the snacks to offer and you do great hair. So why are, why aren't people staying in it? Oh my God, this might come out like really bad, but like, it might be a you problem. It really might. You know, like, you know, and I understand that not everyone can open up and be an open book. Yeah. You know, like we ourselves have to protect our energy and, you know, have to have boundaries. And I understand that. But, um, but if you're constantly just like, you have that wall up all the time, your client's going to feed off that energy. Mm -hmm. So they're going to have their wall up as well. And you got to start taking the bricks down. You got to take a brick down to let people come in and then then the conversation will flow and the yeah. energy will flow and the connection will flow. I have been saying that right? to our new associates <laughs> a lot recently. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've been actually the most, the thing that I've been coaching on the most is the customer service and asking like, don't leave a client's collar wet, dry mm-hmm. that off for them. Had that's a moment for you to have a conversation yes. with them, get to know them a little bit better mm-hmm. while you're doing that because, oh, I accidentally got your shirt wet. Yep. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Let me dry it off. Let me do this for you. Yeah. yeah. Or, and that's just one of the many yeah. things that you can do. But, mm-hmm. like, going the extra mile for your guest as well as connecting with them and getting to know them and actually caring about their son and daughter or their husband was in the hospital last time they were in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And something that one of the stylists at our salon does because she doesn't have the best memory is she writes down silly notes like that. Mm -hmm. Like I started doing that. She it's like uh, used 9.71 and beige as her glaze likes to ride horses. Mm -hmm. Like that are, those are her notes in the computer system. It's smart. Yeah, and I think that's great, and that's amazing that she does that because then she can look at those notes and be like, okay, right, because we see how many people in a month, Seriously. you know, like I can see like 60 plus people in a month, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a lot of lives to have to remember, and um, so if you have to file that out, mm-hmm. then that's what you do, but if that client comes back and you like you forgot that they got married, you know, yeah. like the last time you saw them, like, right. you know, we got to figure that, got to figure something else out, you know? I actually have a story about that. Now that you said that exact, like that way, the way that you said it, my, f- Bradley's best friend, Stephanie. Yeah. She, um, there's this hairdresser in town who has since become famous by being on a reality TV show called RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't know if you've heard it, but the hairdresser worked (laughs) here in town. Yeah, right. And she worked, or he worked at a reputable salon in town, and my friend went to go see him, and, you know, really mundane questions, Mm -hmm. like, it was the first appointment. How was your New Year's? This and that, blah, blah, blah. She goes back. She said, I shit you not, I sat down in the chair, and the first thing he said was, what did you do for New Year's? After that was the last question he asked the last time I was in his chair. And I thought to myself, he didn't even remember that I came back. Like, he doesn't even know that he did my hair before. Huh. Right. Okay. So, (laughs) talking like that, having a script. Like, it sounded like that guy just had a script, Mm -hmm. you know? And there's a coffee shop here in, in town. Erica, you'll know. Dutch uh-huh. Brothers. They literally go off. They have a script. Every time you roll up to their window, they have to say, what are you doing this morning? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm probably going to go to work, right? <laughs> you know, like, and you could be an, an everyday client of that. And they're going to ask you those same mm-hmm. things because they have to. And 
that's some that's probably my three part system is yeah. how to avoid all that. <laughs> and I'm excited yeah. to learn right? about exactly. your three part system. Totally. <laughs> that's so, the last okay. part though. We're gonna right. keep you guys waiting. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk more about your little <laughs> Beyond the Shears series yeah. of posts that you have on um Instagram. Yeah. So obviously yeah. you've been wanting to talk about this the whole time or for a while. What inspired, like, each of them, and why are they, like, each one important to you? Mm -hmm. Okay. So thinking about how I can um, relay this emotional connection out to people, Mm -hmm. how how can we roll it out, and how can it be understood? And I was breaking down all the things that we do in our day that could – change someone else's day mm-hmm. like what what are our steps what do we do every day in our in our career in our jobs and behind the chair that we don't really realize that we do mm-hmm. but it makes an impact so the first one touch power of touch yep did you guys know that the beauty industry or the cosmetology industry is one of just a handful of professions where it's legal to touch somebody so we are in the scope of like medical field, mm-hmm. really, like everything under the yeah. medical sun, mm-hmm. where doctors, you know, like nurses and all that jazz, like they, they touch their patients and touch, physical touch, um, when it's consented, of yeah. course, can do so much for somebody. And just by putting your hand on someone's shoulder, you know, shampooing mm-hmm. their hair, just brushing their hair. Mm-hmm. And just giving a hug, that could, it lowers touch, physical touch lowers um, stress hormones. It can lower your blood pressure. It just can do so much for us internally without, without us thinking about it. And unfortunately, people don't get that kind of touch anymore or as frequently. And especially in the last handful of years, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like Totally. And we need that. We're humans. We need that touch. We need it. It's so And true. so, I mean, uh, I will, it's so true. I'll never deny a hug because I love hugs. Mm. Oh my gosh. I love hugs. <laughs> and just a, just, a, just a hug, yeah. like makes me feel better. Right? Like, you mm. know, um, so uh, knowing that, that when we, just brush someone's hair or just grace their shoulder or, you know, those little, little details that we do in our day that might just be like obvious to Mm -hmm. us because we have to do it. But that could be the only time that client gets touched that week. Yeah. You have to think of it like that. Yeah. You know, so the power of touch is number one key. Don't take that for granted. Mm -hmm. Because that could be a life situation for somebody else. You yeah. Know? That's, it's really heavy <laughs> <laughs> to me. Um, <laughs> um, trans- so the next one then was transformation, power of transformation. Uh-huh. And when I was brainstorming this one, it was like obvious, like we transform people's mm. hair. Duh. You know, that's what we do. Um, and so, yeah, touching on the the big transformations of long to short, short to long, you know, black to white and everything in between. And do you guys notice that when there's a life event, there's usually a transformation oh, that they want to do to hair? Absolutely. Freaking lutely. Yes. Always. I think, right. you know, that saying when they're right. like, if she cuts right. her hair, she's not coming back. Or if she changes her hair color, she's over you, bro. Like, <laughs> You get a divorce, you have right. to, the, yep. everybody wants to, like, cut their hair or do something different or, like, w- just something to change the way they see themselves on the outside to match, either match how they want to feel on the inside or how they do feel on the inside now. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And guess what? We are part of that. Yeah. Absolutely. We do that for people. Yeah. We perform that change mm-hmm. for somebody stepping into their new self mm-hmm. and the new way they feel like 
how cool is that that we get to be a part of that process i had a guest yesterday um it's- who we actually went to high school together mm-hmm. um And we weren't the best of friends in high school. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. We hung out with the same crowds, uh, but hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And both of us were hurt Hurt people. people. And so we just really went after each other. Well, she had posted on Facebook, like, does anyone recommend a hairdresser? Mm -hmm. Like, in town. And in town for her would have been, it's two and a half hours away in East Tennessee. And someone referred me, or maybe I commented, like, being silly. Yeah. Um, And she messaged me. And she ended up coming in. And at the end of her appointment, after we had talked the whole time, um, because I have, I've been putting a lot of thought into your post as I'm working every day. Yeah. And really trying to be intentional about the connections and stuff that I have with my guests. Mm -hmm. And at the end of her appointment, she said... Uh, I really love it. And she goes, no, Hunter, I really love it. I I feel like myself and not a person who's trying to put on for someone else. I feel like I Amen. look exactly how I, I love feel. That. I love that. And it like got to me a little bit because I was like, oh, wow. Going back to Whitney's post, yep. everything we do matters. Every transformation makes someone feel something. Mm-hmm. And it might be good and it might be real bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's up is to us. true. It is up to yeah. us. But yeah, I just, I'm so excited that you're talking yeah. about this too. Because it's like, I remember when it wasn't, like you said in the beginning, all about Instagram and there wasn't, people weren't doing stuff like that to like get clients. Mm-hmm. It was like, human connection and word of mouth you know what I mean more so like that and exactly it has mm-hmm. gotten lost in our world in general but also in our industry quite a bit so those of us who have been doing it for a little bit longer we're like wow this is really something we have to adjust to mm-hmm. but also it's good to yeah. remember these things that you're saying for um you know younger stylists too mm-hmm. and even a good reminder for us well and but. I'm I wouldn't consider myself a young stylist, but I am a young stylist in the fact that when I was in hair school, we were, like, they were teaching us. You were teaching social media. Yeah, I wouldn't say I learned social media, but it was a, you need to have a social media presence for your work. More so as, like, we're moving out of the books that you see in the Mm -hmm. salons and you printing out photos and bringing those into a salon. This is now your portfolio. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how, like, when I <laughs> oh, started the hair, the hair magazine. Do you have a portfolio from back in the day that's like actual printed out pictures of your work yes. in a book? I do too. Yes, <laughs> I did at least. Yes, yes. Okay, hold up, you guys. Did when digital picture frames came out back in the day? Okay. <laughs> I had one at my first salon, and I uploaded photos from an actual camera. From a digital camera. From a digital camera to that, um, the digital picture frame. And I had that sitting at my station. So clients would see at my station, and my portfolio would just start rolling Uh through in front of their faces. And then they got, they got, (laughs) right? I was, right? (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but clients always got super excited when they're like, oh, that's my head. And I was like, it is. I know. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. (laughs) So, okay, I was doing social media before social media. Right? Look at you with your own page. Just, you didn't even know what you had there. You didn't Mm -hmm. even know. It was the doom scroll before doom scroll. Before doom scroll. Yeah, I love it. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Let's get our yeah, butts so back the transformation. On track here. So like, <laughs> I know, right? So, Hunter, I'm so glad that you had that um, connection with someone that you lost that connection with, and then it was that's kind of really cool, like a full circle moment for that person to come back in mm-hmm, your chair mm-hmm. and like put the past behind, and then you just you you entered that as a, a new opportunity 
to, you know, shut off old feelings and give new feelings. And it worked. Exactly. And, well, it sounds like they both came out of the situation with their cup filled up a little bit more. Because Hunter got, like, some really great validation as a hairstylist. That's an amazing compliment, you Mm -hmm. know. And then for him, you know, her to feel good. That's great. It was mutually good. Yeah, it really was. Right. That's awesome. I mean, so something else on transformation that I did highlight in that post that I do feel like needs to be talked about because we can sit here and talk about all the fun transformations. Um, and those are awesome to be a part of. But that's, I think we need to talk about kind of sad transformations too mm-hmm. that happen. And, and when I was putting this post together, I had n- no intent to go there to the sad part about transformations it just happened yeah and then when I read it back I was like okay I'm gonna keep it because we need to talk about the ugly mm-hmm. and the sad parts of this and and also shed light to this is our job like this is part of our profession in our industry is going through those transformations with clients that that you know are have, you know they're losing their hair for some reason or you need to shave their head because mm-hmm. of a you know a cancer diagnosis mm-hmm. and if you're close and you have a connection with that client they're going to look to you to help walk them through that process and i personally haven't been through that process fully with a client but i've seen it firsthand mm-hmm. and there's a lot of grace that you can do it um in if you need to sit down and cry it out with that client, you do that. You know, it's, I've seen, I've seen it a couple of times. Um, and it's, it's sad to be a part of, but that client just looks to us as that pillar of support and to go through that with them. And I'd be honored to go through something like that with one of my clients because we're all tight and, um, you know, so that's something that we also have to kind of shed light on. And I'm so happy you're talking about this because it's bringing back so many memories yeah. like throughout my career of times when things like that have happened. Mm-hmm. Like uh, someone's mom passing away. Yeah. I'm ready to co- cut all my hair off mm-hmm. and then talking through it with them. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't just a haircut. You're cutting off all yep. of these years of trauma. and Totally this is going to help you yeah. in your next step of life while you're, you've taken care of so many other people. It's time to take care of yourself now. And yeah, uh, I will never forget. I was yeah. making the first snip as one of my like OG clients uh, told me her husband passed away two days before this appointment. Oh, what? And it, it like, was like a knife in the stomach because Mm -hmm. she was going from really long to really short. And I didn't even bother to ask Ask why, like what's going on. Oh, and then as I'm snipping, Oh yeah. By the way, my husband passed away two days ago. Yeah. And this was completely healthy man. Yeah. Construction worker out in the field, like right. Completely just one eighty in a six week span. From oh one appointment gosh. to another. Holy mm-hmm. moly. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. Would, I, I would ma- feel like a jerk at the, in that moment. I had done her hair huh. for years yeah. and years. And I, if she moved to Hawaii, yeah. and I would still, I believe, still be doing her hair mm-hmm. if she lived here still. But it was, I will never forget how I felt when I was like, of course, you idiot. Yeah. You are uh-huh. so stupid. Yeah, Why right. did you not ask what's going on? Totally. You should have had a conversation beforehand. Uh, yeah. So I'm happy that you're talking about this. I, and I have, yeah. awareness yeah. to the fact that we do have really important jobs mm-hmm. that are affecting people in a much deeper way than we may see just being behind the chair every day. Yeah. And it makes me think about like mm-hmm. through everything that you've said, it reminds me, it just kind of makes me think about like intention behind the chair. Like you're right. Like that's so easy. I'm a really high strung person and I get really caught up in my own shit. I'm not very good at not <laughs> doing that. Okay. So like, this is a really good reminder for me that, because I do kind of 
I used to at least at one point consider myself to be like kind of a little bit of a healer, like able to like talk to people and people would just kind of unload on me and like I can just kind of take that energy. And there's times where if I know somebody's stressed and I'm given a scalp massage, I'm literally concentrating on taking the stress out of that person's body and relaxing them. You know what I mean? And sometimes when Mm -hmm. you get busy, it's Mm -hmm. really easy to just forget that. It's really a good reminder to, you know, think about that you have the power to really like help your clients through some difficult or monumental times in their life, be it good or bad or like, and how many of those clients, I don't have a ton because I didn't like, I move a lot. So currently, but I mean, there are girls Mm -hmm. that I started doing their hair when they were 13 and now they're getting married. And you know, I, thanks to social media, I do see it and stuff, but it's just like, I had done their hair as long as I was in Oregon and like watching them grow up and just things like that. Like you do their hair for homecoming and they feel great or, you know, then they're going off to college or they graduate college and they get their big girl professional cut or, you know, whatever it may be, it can be small or large. Or like you were saying, there are sad times and things that, you know, we can really take a load off for them and be there and support them. And like, it's just important. Cause yeah, like we're, we're humans and that's what we need from people sometimes. And you're right. There are people that don't get it Mm -hmm. anywhere else, (laughs) you know? Well, and I think we've done an episode on retention before and we kind of spoke on it from more of a business standpoint. Mm -hmm. And like a, mm-hmm. uh, just how you are treating your clients more so than like really diving deep into the fact that it is yeah. a connection that you're making. And if you can simply focus on connecting with your clients and forming that, uh, emotional connection, then the retention will follow. The business aspect follows yes. all. Mm-hmm of these things that yep. Whitney's talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think, are we still, we're still on transformation. So we haven't even hit the third point yet. Yep. Yeah. So we can move on to that third part community. So the power of community, and this one took me a little bit longer to kind of hone in mm-hmm. on. Um, but, and I talked to a lot of people about it too. Um, a lot. I talked to my, so, okay. I need all these things that we're talking about, I have these conversations with my clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I tell them, like, hey, I'm making these posts, mm-hmm. like, um, about, you know, transformation, community, and touch. Like, do you have anything you want to add to mm-hmm. that? Or am I, like, is this, like, totally left field and it shouldn't be talked about? Like, I talked to all my clients about these posts. And because I wanted to hear their side of the story and, and not just thinking like that I think that I do these things, but all my clients validated, like, no, you do have these connections with mm-hmm. us. And these are things you should talk about. Um, so, I mean, a lot of this is inspired just by my own clients' health. And um, it really is just a dedication to them. But like, community, that took a lot of extra hands to help mm-hmm. kind of put this post together. Fitting. And... Uh, we have to think back. Let's, let's go backwards in time to when, like with barbershops and beauty, beauty salons, and people went once a week mm-hmm. to go get their hair done, okay? Um, that was an escape. It, I read an article that back in the 40s, women went to the salon once a week to escape their mundane life. <laughs> because back in the 40s that time period right was that time I period mean, was the woman was yeah. the housewife they were they were the you know the ter- the caretaker of the house and the kids and that was their escape mm-hmm. was to go to the salon with all their friends like all the hooded dryers would be there they'd be seated under chit chatting looking at magazines, there was always baked goods that probably showed up, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just a place of community. Yeah. And same with barbershops, you know. Uh, I talked to a client about um, about this the other day, and she was a big person that influenced this post was 
she grew up in the salon. Her dad was a barber and her job was to sweep up hair, you know, during after school. And <laughs> that was me. She's you like, you know, I just I looked at <laughs> Yeah, and that was me too. That's how I grew up and I'll I'll talk about that one too, but but her she would sit she said that she would sit and watch her her dad like just hang out with his friends all day. Mm-hmm. Like these guys would just show up and smoking cigarettes and <laughs> drinking right. whiskey and oh, hooded dryers. You know, like that's just <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just the lawn chairs actually had yeah. the ashtrays in them. But that's what she did, and so she took away from that. She's like, "Oh, you," because her dad would pass out cigarettes to his clients, and she's like, "Well, that's what you do. You pass out cigarettes to your friends." So she stole a bunch of the cigarettes and then went to school. And was passing out cigarettes to her friends at school. Oh, my word. But that's what the community. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, how she viewed, like, this community and friends is, like, gifting. And you just hang out and you talk and you gossip. And and I'm not saying that that is dead in the salon. Like, it's still very much alive, Mm -hmm. the community part. But instead of spending an hour once a week in the salon, clients are spending three to six hours every, you know, like Eight six to 12, to 12 weeks. weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the community piece is still there. It's just with a bigger time span in, in one city. Mm-hmm. So you're able to get More. multiple weeks worth of one hour appointments in, you know, in a one time sitting and, um, and I used to do a lot of double booking a few years ago. And a lot of my clients were on the same rotation together. So it was like That's I had that. Sarah and Susan, you know, one at 4.30, one at 5 mm-hmm. that would come in. And every four weeks they came in together. Like, and they didn't know each other besides their That's hair their appointment. Hair so part, now, like, hair appointment, they're making buddy. conversation and connection. I love that. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's cute. Um. So that's the community is still there and I really feel like, and we are also, um, we're connectors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're connectors. Do you guys have clients that you like say that all work together? Like, do you have a group of clients? Hunter does. He has a bunch of ladies that work at the hospital, like, or something like that, that all work together. And I've, we, I try not to book them together because they have, like, they work in the operating room. They have really high stress jobs. Yeah. So, uh, one day I accidentally booked the head of surgery, like, the director of the surgery department with one of her, like, employees. Oh, gosh. By accident, and I kept the chairs turned the whole time because I both of them I knew were clients <laughs> that come in and they yeah. sit down and they don't talk. Yeah. So I was like, if they see each other, they're going to feel obligated to, to talk, talk to each other. And that's the boss. So she would be the <laughs> asshole if she doesn't that's say anything. Funny. So I'm just going to make sure that these two people can sit in the same room, yeah. less than 10 feet apart, and not see each other. <laughs> and I did it. Right. Well, that is true. But some people I, don't we, want to talk to But I have some stories. Oh, gosh. Yeah, and that's also, like, just, and that's, if we want to go there, like, that, I, I have clients that do that, too. But we have to be able to read the room mm-hmm. and read that emotion. Like, they just need some quiet time. Totally cool. Yeah. We're just going to have some quiet time. But if you can't read the room and you're just trying to make small talk to make small talk because it's awkward to have the silence yeah. like that's you that's something that you need to figure out how to be able to like work in be silence. okay with silence <laughs> yeah. and it's okay you know be okay with that um yeah but like going back to being like we're connectors is like I have like I'm in the middle of a like friend social circles mm-hmm. you know I have a group of friends that come see me um, I have, I'm in a f- family circles. I have families that come see me. And then like, I have circles of work people, mm-hmm. coworkers that see me. And so it's not that I book them all together, but it's like, you are that constant in these circles and you're the connector in mm-hmm. those circles yeah. and those. So that's, that's us being part of the community is that we are 
part of all these different social circles and the impact that we could have within these circles is pretty cool. Wow. At least I, I think like it's cool. It. <laughs> I do. The, I have guests that I typically week. book together. You know, they're on the same four-week, six-week, uh-huh. eight-week mm-hmm. schedule. And if they don't see that person whenever they're getting their hair done, they always ask, like, no, oh, where's, where's so-and-so? so-and-so? Yeah. I fr- it's been a couple of times yeah. since yeah. I've seen them, or they're normally here. Why are they not here? Are they okay? Right. So well, that's I'm starting yeah. to get that again yeah. because of my obviously yes I've been doing hair almost as long as Whitney but I've moved a thousand times mm-hmm. <laughs> and so but now at bombshells I'm finally starting to get that where I'm it's starting to happen again it's fun it's cute I love it to witness that you yeah. know happen so I just love being a part of that yeah and it's fun too you know. to like have it's almost like you have something instant to talk about. Right. An icebreaker or not mm-hmm. an icebreaker but a mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, maybe someone's coming to you because their best friend is getting married, they're in their wedding yeah. and they were like, "Oh, well your hair looks so great. Where do you go?" Mm-hmm. And then instantly you have, "Oh, are you so excited for this mm-hmm. wedding? Like yeah. I, it's going to be so much fun. Yep. I heard there's an open yeah. bar. It, the <laughs> venue is yeah. amazing." You know what I mean? So just having that like community mm-hmm. aspect, keeping that going, it's important to our guests, and it's something that we need to keep paying attention to. Yeah, totally. So you, we've been kind of like teasing them yeah. all episode long about this three yeah. appointment system. So tell us about that's on page two of my notes. On page two. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about the three appointment system and how that works yeah. for you. Um, and keeping guests in your chair. Right. Okay. So this isn't like a tried and true methodology. It's just what works for me. I'm just doing a lot of reflecting on like what's kept my clients coming back to me. I have clients that I've seen for the whole 18 years I've been licensed. Um, uh, So what keeps on coming back? And so step one, you have to have a marketing funnel of some sort. You have to, you do have to be, you know, present on Instagram yeah. or social media because that's how clients are now finding stylists and whatever they're finding. So you have to have some sort of marketing funnel to get that client into your chair. So now you have a client in your chair. What do you do? You have to do amazing hair. You have to be able to give them a replica of what they want in some way, shape, or form, right? So it's, it's, this is like dating. So your marketing funnel is finding the person and then going on that first date. And then you need to blow their socks off. You need to deliver. You need to have all the systems in place to make that work. But while you're delivering the result, you also have to start kind of chipping away at them. That's where the surface conversations come into play. That's where you can have like the outline of like, so what do you do? Are you married, not married, kids, no kids? What's your lifestyle look like? That's you're getting to know the person. So it could be more surface conversation. So when they leave, now we have to retain the information. Mm -hmm. You need to retain it however way you need to retain it. If it's writing down notes in their profile of like key talking points, or you just have like a really good memory, that's great. Just find some things to like key points to remember of that person. And um, so you can remember for next time, but make sure they get back on your books. I'm a huge believer in pre-booking. That's just me. I just almost guaranteed them like 90% to come back. Um, So get them back on your books. In between that, if it's a new guest, within a week, I will message that guest. How's everything going with your hair? We talked about your hair was feeling dry and I gave you that, you know, we, you took that shampoo home. Is that working for you? What is anything need to be tweaked, not tweaked? Like I will put my pride and ego aside if, if that result comes back to me, like, Hey, this isn't, you know, quite what I wanted. Um, I will do whatever I need to do to fix the problem, but I want the opportunity to fix the problem and just key things like that is starting to build that connection because now you're showing that client that you care mm-hmm. about what you just did to them 
you care about how they're taking care of their hair at home. And if they love the hair and they express that to you, express that back. Like, I'm so excited that you love this. I can't wait to talk about your vacation when you come in next. Like, I got really, you know, it was great to get to know you. You delivered that in between appointment one and two, however you need to. I love text messaging too with clients. Um, I've tried the email system. I just don't find it as personable as a text message. If you want to write a handwritten note and mail it to them, do that. Um, I've done that as well. Mm-hmm. It just You also have to kind of know your audience too and know who, if you're talking to a younger person, yeah. a DM on Instagram might work. If you're talking with an older person, a handwritten card will go a long way. So whatever you have to do between appointment one and two to kind of build that connection. I love the handwritten so, cards. So appointment. I do handwritten cards mm-hmm. for almost every one yeah. of my new guests. Yeah. You know, unless I don't want yeah. them to come back. And it, it just <laughs> shows. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I, I had a couple years ago. <laughs> well, it's just a handwritten note is, is way more personable. Yeah. Right? That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah, but you so, are right about a younger clientele or a younger person, like a text message or, you know, they might, if I get a handwritten note in the mail, I'm not going to lie, unless it's, I recognize the name on there, I'm probably not going to open it. <laughs> really? Right. Well, who goes to the mailbox Right. Anymore? I don't. I get like all once that over screen. two weeks, maybe. <laughs> you know? All my bills are digital. Right. Like. right. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you have to know your audience and who you're talking yeah. to. Um, I like to check my mail. I check my so, mailbox out twice a day just because I like opening it. I'm like, wait, do is this really a thing? People don't check their mailboxes. No, they really what? I mean, I, no. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do when I'm like really good at adulting, I'll be really good for like, I don't know, a week and I'll go every couple of days. But then sometimes <laughs> I don't do it for like two weeks and I'm like I, I mean, I, all, everything comes to my email usually if it's really important. Like, I will get it. I just might not get it right away. <laughs> or sometimes my mom's like, there's a package. But sorry, going off track here. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, so it's all good. So step one is you need to have that marketing funnel. Step two, you have to deliver mm-hmm. the hair that they want and get to know them. And so between... Um, I might be getting my things mixed up here, but between appointment one and two, you need to have some sort of communication. Mm -hmm. Don't ghost them between those appointments. You need to have a communication. So the second time they come in, they're coming in for their second appointment. This is where you can show that you can be consistent with their service. You need to be consistent or build upon what was done previously. Because now this is where we get a little bit more nitty gritty. This is where clients going to see, can you do my hair great for two times in a row now? Mm -hmm. And do you remember who I am Mm -hmm. and what's going on in my life? They're not consciously, I don't think anyone is consciously thinking that, but those are feelings that they're going to remember or have. Mm -hmm. So, and that's where you... I feel like you need to open up and reciprocate what is going in the conversation. Either if you can relate to that, give a story. I'm not saying you have to like open up your book of your life and like flood them with all this information, but you need to be relatable in some way. And if you can't relate, then just be really good about listening and delivering and giving advice if needed. Mm-hmm. So uh, if they book for a third time, that is where like the magic's going to happen. So step three, they come in for that third appointment. You need to nail all of the things you need to be able to be consistent in your work, but also sit and connect with that person. That's where you need to sit with them And if you're able to pull up a chair and have a conversation, please do that because that is going to like, 
make them feel like they're heard and seen. And we all want to be heard and seen. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we all want to be loved and we want to be heard and we want to be seen. So why is that any different? Yeah. For the, the lives that we encounter. If you can deliver all of these things, then at the end of the appointment, them passing over their credit card to you is going to feel good. You never want that client to get to the end of the appointment and not feel good about giving you their money. And that's where like, that's where all this came from Mm -hmm. is don't treat your clients like a paycheck. Cause if you just treat them like the next Instagram post, that's going to get all these things, Mm -hmm. they're going to feel that they might feel cool if they're like featured in it, but if you can't connect them in all these different ways and you're just treating them like a fast food restaurant, just boom, bam, slam, thank you, ma'am. And out the door, then, I mean, that wouldn't make me feel good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you have to be able to sit and connect and be consistent for the end of the transaction to feel good. It's what is the most notable time that you've had to pick yourself back up after a fall or misstep in your career? Okay, so I would say that the the notable time was when my business partner and my best friend and I decided to close our salon of nine years. Um, that was mm-hmm. that was really emotional and that was kind of a hard thing to swallow in the time, in the moment. Um, I had these visions of, Mm -hmm. of that salon riding off into the sunset and being something pretty amazing. And it was amazing. We had, we had that salon for nine years. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and that's a really long time to even have a partnership, a business partnership with somebody. And I would not take that back in a day to been able to do that with, with my best friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was something really special. It's just, you know, life happened and um, past changed and it was the the time to split ways. And it knocked me down my feet because again, like it was it was a it was a quick pivot and turn in time. It wasn't something that was like building, building, building. It was just like all of a sudden this needs to happen and I was kind of, you know, wasn't fully ready for that in the moment. And so it did knock me down. Um, But I'm also somebody that doesn't like to stay down for very long. So that gave me the opportunity to, okay, (laughs) what do I need to do to really focus and build, um, and pick myself back up. And I did, I focused on the business side of things, honestly, like I kind of took my whole strategy out and built a business, a legit business, hired business coaches, figured that shit out. And then I was able to, to pick myself up and move forward. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. So countering that, Share with us a time that you have surprised yourself with something you've been able to accomplish, like a partnership or an award or, or a <laughs> Honestly, it just piggy, it piggybacks off like to that. picking myself back up. Um, that could have been a very devastating mm-hmm. situation for if I wanted to sit in that devastation. Um, I'm definitely a believer that you need to sit in your emotions, good or mm. bad. You need to sit there and you need to like evaluate and feel those feelings because if you don't do that, you can't figure out how to get out. Um, so when I was picking myself back up, trying to figure out what would my next step was, there was lots of options that I had on the table. And I that's I decided to do a small studio, go from a six-chair salon to just a two-chair studio and mm-hmm. go back to the connection piece. Because um, that's where I feel the most happy is when I am in a space that has good energy and I'm able to connect with the people that I adore and that have helped build me to who I am today. So, and I did it on my own. I didn't have to get any outside funding. Like I did it all on my own. And that was 
I shouldn't say it was surprising because again, I I'm someone if I put it out there, it's gonna it's gonna happen. I'm gonna make it happen. But I didn't have to mm-hmm. ride on anybody else. You know, like my husband and I built this amazing studio mm-hmm. and I had a great team behind me to help me with the construction and all that jazz and and I did it. I did it on my own and that's pretty dang cool. <laughs> so yeah, yeah girl. it is. Yeah. That's a big accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So now it. I'm just You should be I am really yourself. proud of myself. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> yeah. Good. <laughs> I am though. <laughs> like and we should be proud of our accomplishments. We should be. So cool. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And I feel like that's why we wanted to incorporate those questions into every episode Mm -hmm. with a guest is because sometimes it's easy to like go, 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 go. And you are accomplishing so many things. But it, like you said, it's important to sit in those emotions. Yeah. Feel them and acknowledge when you've done a good job and Mm -hmm. even acknowledge when you've done a bad job. Totally. And, uh, Girl, this episode is packed with so many good freaking <laughs> reminders. Like, I think Literally. it's going to be great. This is I hope this is going to be amazing. Primo. Primo. So, Whitney, tell the people where they can find yeah. you in your salon. So you can find me mostly on Instagram, Whitney underscore Untitled Hair Co. And then my salon page is Untitled Hair Co. And that's really it. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. If you'd like to follow us on all of our social media journeys, I am at Herrick Hunter on all the things. I am Erica the Redhead on all the things. And our podcast is at Breakroom Banter Pod on all the things. Uh, we also have a Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash Breakroom Banter Pod. $5 donation per month <laughs> will uh, just go to support us in the podcast and allow us to do more fun and eventful things mm-hmm. with different guests. Um, And until next time, remember you always have a seat at our table. Bye. Bye.